Hey and welcome to the Hospitality Suite, the podcast that helps you live your best hotel life. Today I want to talk about the exciting restaurant and food trends that you can expect in the year 2024. 2023 was just the beginning and the industry had to innovate, especially coming off the back of COVID with supply chain issues and the real issues of climate that is obviously having a negative impact on produce. With these changes in the food and restaurant space, we also started noticing some behavior trends, some behavior changes from customers and clients. One of the most interesting for me was the solo dining revolution or evolution. It was reported in an article that I read not too long ago that solo dining was officially a trend in 2023. It was highlighted as one of the most or one of the biggest restaurant trends of 2023. Many restaurateurs reported an increase and the hashtag solo date and dining alone saw millions of views on social platforms such as TikTok. And now even Michelin Michelin has shown its support for flying solo, creating a list of recommended restaurants where you can dine alone. So many things happened in 2023 that were just, I think, off the back of COVID once again. People were cooped up in their houses for the longest time. Experiences and different type of experiences was what everybody was yearning for. There was a lot of pop-up restaurants that popped up everywhere. There was pantry-like type of facilities. The one is actually called the pantry here in Johannesburg. It's got a very nice hashtag, fancy but easy. It's not a restaurant, but the quality of food that is there is something that definitely fits the trends that people want to see in the restaurant and food space. Something that was also interesting to note was the shift in menu designs in restaurants. As a food enthusiast, you will know that there are these little pieces of paper that tell us a story about what's cooking and we call them menus. So I want to get into a little bit of that and step into a time machine to compare the good old traditional menus with the slick and savvy designs of today. It's not just about what's on the plate anymore. You'll remember very well those hefty leather bound menus from the past the kind that felt like you were lifting weights just to decide between a steak or seafood. Traditional menus were all about presenting an exhaustive list of dishes, almost like a culinary novel. Variety was key, but it could be overwhelming. Pages upon pages of options. It was like a marathon of decision-making, and not everyone was up for the challenge. Traditional menus love their fancy fonts and maybe even a little too much gold leaf on most of them. Classy, yes, sure. But sometimes it felt like you were reading a medieval manuscript instead of choosing just your dinner. Fast forward to today, menus are shedding their old school skin. Variety is still in, but it's more curated. We're moving away from the novel length menus to a short story approach. Quality over quantity, if you ask me. Today's menu offer variety with with a bit more of a purpose. It's not about overwhelming you. It's about giving you carefully crafted options that reflect the chef's expertise. A well thought out selection that doesn't leave you drowning in too many choices. There's sections for you to choose from. 
almost like going into three, four different restaurants in one menu, which is quite clever and artistic of the chefs of today. Design-wise, you get the thin, slick and modern, clean lines, minimalism and maybe a pop of color. You don't have to worry about fonts, they won't give you a headache. Today's menus are all about being visually appetizing, making your dining experience start the moment you open that menu. Traditional menus were like encyclopedias almost. Comprehensive, but a bit too much. Today's menus, they're like your favorite playlist. They're curated, they hit all the right notes, and they leave you excited for what's more to come. I like the fact that you have got a lot more to choose from, but different varieties. So we know that there has been trends and changes in customer behavior. Menus have been changed. Designs have been changed. Restaurant chefs have changed the way that they innovate and their artistry. But what is educating these changes, especially in the food side of things? What are the trends that are educating these things? According to the insights, it is a few things. The environment, the changing environments, the climate, our affinity to be more responsible in the way that we consume, having a non-negative impact to the planet, living a planet better than we found it and living a better planet for the future generations. So people want sustainable foods. They want restaurants and chefs to follow sustainable practices. For example, fishes that are on the red list that are almost extinct Customers will want to know that you are not using any of these fishes. You need to be looking at the green zone, fishes that are okay and are sustainable to fish and use. They will ask these questions. Behavior trends are showing that customers are going to be inquisitive going into 2024 about how sustainable you are as a restaurant and your food that you are delivering. So the good old Eat as much as you can buffet is probably still going to be around, but I can tell you now it's going to start losing popularity. I remember when I was a kid, my mother used to take us to Durban. There was an all-you-can-eat restaurant. We'll sit there and it was a big thing. That's all you would find. You hardly would find the things that you see on the menus today. You go to restaurants and you find sushi on the menu. You find a little bit of seafood. You find poke bowls. There is so much in a menu. Small plates, I think. It's one of the trends that you should expect in 2024. There's much more smaller plates. There are restaurants that actually would not even go above a certain grammage in terms of meat, red meat in particular. So if, for example, you want meat, you can't have more than 85 grams or 100 grams or 120 grams of something. This is the future of sustainability these are the trends that you should expect in 2024. The same article that I read is talking about bowls being a big trend in the year 2024. Big on bowls is what they say. So whether it's pokey, salad or something deconstructed, people are finding appeal in a satisfying bowl, an aesthetically arranged bowl of food. According to Deliveroo's annual report, bowls are the lunch of choice for dinner in 2023, a trend which is likely to continue to grow next year. And I can totally understand the popularity around the poke bowl. It's not just a meal. It's practically a lifestyle. So why is it taking the culinary world by storm? Well, first things first, the poke bowls are for cool kids of the food scene today. Everybody wants to have a poke bowl. 
And you may wonder, what's the secret sauce? Well, it's about customization. It's like building your own flavor masterpiece. From the base to the toppings, you are the artist and the bowl is your canvas. Now let's talk about the ingredients. A typical poke bowl starts with the base, often rice or greens. Then comes the star of the show, which is fresh raw fish, usually tuna or salmon. Add in a rainbow of veggies, some avo for that creamy goodness, and a sprinkle of crunchy elements like sesame seeds or nuts. Top it off with a drizzle of savory sauce and voila, you've got a culinary work of art. Now here's the health scoop. Pokeballs are not just a treat for your taste buds. They are a nutritionist power punch. The emphasis on fresh raw ingredients means you're getting loads of vitamins, omegas from the fish, and a boatload of antioxidants from those vibrant veggies. It's a guilt-free indulgence, really, that will not leave you feeling weighed down like most heavy meals of the past in the traditional old menus used to do. But wait, there is more. It's not just about the taste. Pokeballs are also on Instagram. They're Instagram-worthy. The vibrant colors, the artful arrangements, it's like your lunch is doing a photo shoot itself. We eat with our eyes, right? And a Pokeball is basically a feast for your visual senses. So why is the Pokeball stealing hearts and making waves and the new trend or part of the new food trend 2023 going into 2024? Well, it's customization, it's freshness, it's the health benefits, it's a sprinkle of aesthetic magic. It's not just a meal, it's a celebration on a plate. The article also talks about hyper-local sourcing as a growing trend, one you can expect to continue growing in 2024. Apparently, it's not enough for restaurants to just say they're using local produce anymore. Nowadays, it has to be hyper-local. This is something where the smaller restaurants, the independently owned restaurants and the more upper class luxury hotels that have fine dining restaurants seem to be stronger in. I presume that's because of the client demand. The expectation is that you do these things. If the trends are being reported in the way they are and customers are expecting these things, I'm assuming there will be no choice for anybody, whether you're small or a, a big organization in the restaurant or hotel space, you have to move with the times, you have to deliver. Biodiversity in menus, conserving and increasing biodiversity within our food system is crucial for the future of humankind. And this is, I think, the more impactful trend, the more positive trend around the restaurant and food space. And maybe not so impactful trend from a humankind perspective is the lewd treats trend. So 2024, you can expect the lewd treat trend to grow even more. So this is from Cozy Cardio to Gold Diners. We have TikTok to thank, the article says, for romanticizing the mundane. In a similar vein, this year, the platform has given rise to the treat culture buying ourselves those low-cost luxuries which make everyday life a little bit better. Anything from a morning coffee, which I'm also guilty of. I do this from time to time with my wife. 
But having recently adopted a new habit, which is reading a bunch of books, some of them include financial literacy books. I must say, I do get a little bit guilty when I fall for this one, the Lou Treats one, which is buying myself a cup of coffee. Because if you read these books, all of them have a common theme, and that is stop buying these coffees. Over so many years, you'll be a millionaire. All of us want to be millionaires, including me. So I do treat myself, but I also just watch how much I spend on these coffees so that I don't ruin my chances of being a big shot millionaire one day. The ironic thing is that this article is referencing coffees as little treats and mentioning that they are a low-cost item with the cost of living crisis making treats like holidays and luxury goods feel more out of reach. So therefore, these small little indulgences like coffees can help deliver pleasure without breaking the bank. How about that? So there's a lot of trends. You wonder what they're going to do to the traditional space that is restaurants as we've known restaurants for decades. It's all still very exciting. I think it is just going to be a year of evolution, variety. We are going to be spoiled. We're going to be so spoiled for choice. I really am fascinated about the restaurants that are coming out these days. I like ideas like the Big Mouth. I like the concept that is the pantry. There's a restaurant that just opened on Dunkeld also. Very fresh, very modern. The menus are the new age type of menus. Nothing clunky, nothing chunky. You are given an option of seafood and there's tapas, there is a steak, there is a decent fish on the menu. There is so much that you can actually have in this new type of restaurant and concept without having to go to a traditional old school restaurant that is formal, but you still get the experience and the feeling of having gone out to a restaurant and did something special. And that's what I like about the evolution of food and restaurants in 2023. I'm excited for 2024. I hope you're just as excited. I guess the lesson with some of these trends is that chefs, restaurant owners, restaurateurs, hotels have to do what is good for their businesses, what serves their objectives, what keeps their staff employed. Of course, it's very important. I mean, I'm a recipient of employment through this beautiful industry of ours. So I am very much not on the fence about what hotels have to do to create employment. However, the lessons as far as restaurants and food trends, especially when we talk about sustainability, biodiversity, is that we need to, over and above doing things that are good for us, we also need to do things that are good for humankind, things that are good for people, making sure that you offer people enough of what is indulgence and also enough of what is good for them doing what is good for the planet and making sure that you are responsible in your food delivery, in your food practices, in your food sourcing. Customers are going to be asking these things. The new generation is going to be even more aggressive in focusing on biodiversity, sourcing sustainable foods. It's important. 
I think it's exciting. I know that the hotel industry, the restaurant industry is just as excited. It's all about learning and shifting from the old school traditional ways. It's going to be an exciting year. I hope you enjoyed some of these trends that I've shared with you. I hope you look forward to them. And as always, keep exploring, keep discovering and keep embracing the world of hospitality. Cheers for now. Cheers for now.